Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. Talk about crazy. Four missed PATs. That's a crazy world. That is absolutely crazy. PAT, for those of you that don't know, are point after... Touchdown. Is that what it is? Good grief. Good grief. grief. I keep thinking it was like extra point, but I guess that's a soccer thing. That's an EP. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I've cut a few EPs in my day. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're referring, of course, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the... Dallas the Cowboy Father game. Jonathan St. Andre That's Dallas right. The, fa- the Father Jonathan St. Andre Memorial uh, game where the uh, Cowboys walloped my precious Buccaneers. Yes, they but, did. But the interesting story was that after scoring four touchdowns each time, the kicker missed It was just unbelievable. I just, just unbelievable. I felt it's never horrible. happened. Oh, I know. I just felt horrible the for the memes, guy. The memes were just He needs to crazy. stay off social media. Yes, did he, he eventually get one? He did. He got okay. the last one. He got the very last yeah, one. Yeah. Did you see the Peyton Manning, though? Peyton Manning was like, because yeah. you know that Peyton and Eli did Yeah, that they thing. do that ESPN2 thing. He's like, I can't believe that. He goes, can you cut a, po- a player in the halftime in the middle <laughs> of a playoff game? It was just unbelievable. It's really, really bad. I, I wish I wish that person well. You know, I, I don't mind people... Like doing awesome, like getting beaten by awesome plays, but I always feel so yeah, bad yeah. when you see somebody just screw up yeah. on national television. Yeah. I just think that would be me. Yeah, if well, I was if I was good enough to make it to that level, you'd be the one that misses. That the... that would probably be me. Well, what was the other game? The um the Cincinnati game. Guy on the one yard line fumbles the ball. Right. Cincinnati recovers it and runs it back for ninety eight yards for a touchdown. Uh, game over. It's, I mean, it's a brutal game. It is. It's it a brutal is. game. It is. It and is. there can only be one winner. And can I say that uh, at the Friary last night, I said Dallas by 17. And what did Dallas win by? I don't know. 17. So did you like send money to that kicker just to make yeah, sure that's right, that's that, right. that it wasn't Dallas by 21? That's right. There was this meme. You know that um, Impractical Jokers, what it is? That you vaguely, show? yeah. Okay. So there, there was a meme about that. It's like, okay, miss every PAT <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It was just awful. Yeah, it was awful. And it was awful that the Buccaneers lost. But I was had, it? Well, I didn't have much expectation. Yeah, that's you know, true. Nobody thought they were going to go very deep into that's it. True. And you know what? I got an extra eight days of football hope, you which did. is more you than you, yeah. the Broncos. Wow. Wow, this was going so well. All right, but let's go to a happier place. That's right. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame won wins. a bowl game. Yep, they beat South Carolina. It was actually a really good game. There was, a, with the exception of the national championship game, which I think was 65-7, to yeah. seven, there were some really good college games. Both of the playoff games and the championship was great. Notre Dame beating South Carolina was fantastic. I was actually home uh, for that, so, so it was great. Yeah. It was great, yeah. You don't follow, you don't pay attention really to college. Yeah. You just, I kinda, was paying attention. You put an eye on it, but I put an eye on it. Like when it comes to the final playoff stuff. Yeah. And I started to watch the uh, Georgia TCU game. I think everybody was hoping for a Ohio Michigan game. Yeah. Or maybe an Ohio Georgia game. Yeah. Or really just anything other than what happened. Georgia TCU. Yeah. But unbelievable. But that's good, good on TCU. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, coming out of nowhere, super underdogs. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Maybe they just stopped praying. We're not exactly sure what happened. That might be it. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. So. But it was, it was a great season. And now we've got college basketball. So we'll keep people up, up to speed on that. We will. We will. Okay. Yeah. Does Notre I, Dame have a team? They do. They do. They're not that great. They're always kind of middle of the pack of the conference. They're not that great. But we're following Purdue. Purdue's our we team are. this year. It is. The Boilermakers. The Boilermakers. Okay. Yep. That's that's the team we're following. Do now, uh, so. Does America still make boilers or did we check out, did we like send that off to some other country? 
You know, that's a really good question, and I'm going to look into that, and we'll deal with that next week on the podcast. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I really think we should be following the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you went to another game. I did. I went to a couple games since our last, our last podcast. You've got a great life. I do have a great life. I'm very blessed. I have wonderful kids. I get to take them to games. I got to see some amazing sporting events. I did... I got to see the uh, Tampa Bay versus the Panthers, where they came back from behind and won it to clinch the NFC South. It means nothing now, but at the time it was fun. Sure. I got to see a lightning game where they came back from behind and won that one, too. Wow. It was like a whole weekend of coming back from behind. Did stuff. your whole family... We're going to talk about breaks yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in, the, in, the, yeah. in the next session. Okay. Um, all right, so... Oh, but Cleveland Cavaliers, Donovan yes. Mitchell, did you hear about this? Oh, I did not. 71 points. <sighs> That's a lot of points. <laughs> It's 71 points. 71 points. And a number that hasn't been done a lot of times. And a number of assists. Well, actually, between his points and assists, he's second only to the Wilt Chamberlain game. Really? Where Chamberlain scored 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just absolutely nuts. So that's the Cleveland crazy. Cavaliers. Please tell me they won. And they won. Well, okay. they won in overtime. Oh, get out of here. I mean, that's like, he, he wasn't. This Were you wasn't, at that game? No, I wasn't. Okay. I was watching it. it. This wasn't a garbage game. You know, like sometimes you see guys that score. Like, for example, LeBron James just scored 48 points on the Rockets. The Rockets stink. They just destroyed them and it was just like yeah let's just get some points here mm-hmm. um it was uh, they were down by three they foul donovan mitchell with like a second and a half left so he goes to um so he goes to the line and he makes you know he's only got two baskets right to make so then he's got a he he makes he makes the first one yep Bricks the second Bricks one, it. jumps up and gets his Sweet. own layup for the Bingo, overtime. For one. Oh, to get to overtime. To get to overtime, he had like fifty-eight points in regular time, and then he just kept destroying them. So it's really, really fun. The Cavs are an amazing home team. They're nineteen and four. They're the best home team in the NBA. They struggle a little bit on the road. And Father Dave and I will be taking a group of alumni. On March. I don't know why I hit the button because it's kind of our promo. March fourth. Anyway, come check that out. We'll have more information as that's coming. Okay, real quick. So we're in the playoffs. Um, of the football. Yeah, right. Who's your call for the Super Bowl now? Well, let me think. Who's left? So we've got the Niners versus the Cowboys. The Niners are the a NFC. great story. The this, Niners are a fun this story. This pretty Mr. Irrelevant, last person chosen, and has not lost yet. He's just a great story. I actually loves the Lord, too. So he's yeah. a really, really oh, good nice. story. Yeah. And then you've got the Eagles versus... Giants? Yeah, you're right. The Eagles versus the Giants. So yeah. that's the NFC. And then Cincinnati playing maybe the Bills at some point. I know yeah. I know you've got the Bills, you've got Cincy, you've got the Chiefs, and you've got another team. And everybody who's a fan of those teams We're are sorry. screaming yeah, right, right now right. at their various communication 49ers, devices. Cincinnati, third I would say those are two good teams. Chiefs are always good. Chiefs are always good. It'll be good. interesting. I don't. I just don't think the Eagles are quite there, but maybe they are. We'll see. Maybe they are. So I would say um, I've kind of really just liked the Bills. Um, obviously, they've got some. Oh, we didn't talk about that guy who had the heart oh, attack. yeah, that's that right. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy, but I guess he's doing okay. I think so. So yeah, I guess crazy. it was kind of a fluke thing. But, you know, between the massive snowstorms, moving locations, like – I've not having any real bond to any of the teams out there. I would say in the AFC, I'm rooting for the bills. And you know what? Because of my good friend, Jonathan St. Andre, and I've got a few other cowboy friend fans. I would be fun to see the Cowboys do something. They've always been like, maybe they'll do it this year. Yeah. So, so I'm just going, I'm just going Texas for that. I'm going going Dallas. They have it. But um, any of those teams would be good. Okay. What about you? 
I like the 49ers because I think Purdy's just a great yeah, story. True, true. Um, I like Cincinnati, Ohio. We live in Ohio. I like we the Bills. We do live in Ohio. I like the Bills. Um, so any of those, I'd be happy. Okay. But next week, we will give our final Super Bowl predictions. Oh, we will? We will. Okay. Yep. So, so there's a lot going on next week. There's a lot going on next yep, week. Yep. There's a lot going on next week. But yep. it's good. It's good to be back. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So wait, was that our Franciscan promo? I think so. I forgot what it was. What was our promo? Oh, pilgrimages, but we're talking about that at the end. Oh, okay. So we're not going to do any promo in the middle? Come to Franciscan University. Come to our conferences. Come to our pilgrimages. Franciscan.edu. So That's right. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And it's great to be back, by the way. I've missed I've missed you, actually, Dave. What do you mean, actually? <laughs> no, what surprised. does that mean? I thought it'd be a, a happy vacation. You know, other things I've missed, teaching. I cannot, I'm teaching today. Today's the first day of class. I am so excited to get back in the classroom. I Watch mean, out, kids. Here he comes. I know. I've got That's a right. ball. Like I'm a been, bundle of energy, right. and you guys got to try to keep up with me. You know, it... Uh, so those of you who have been listening, you know, I've been on sabbatical and uh, it was a very productive sabbatical. I got a lot of great writing done. It was, it was, it was really just awesome. I just thank, I thank the university for the chance. You're welcome. Um, thank God for the chance. You know, the Lord, not that this is part of the sabbatical, but just, you know, like you take time off of doing one thing and you focus on something else and it just kind of lets you re-see things in a different light. And one of the things is, man, I just love teaching. Good. I absolutely love teaching. So you know, like I, I mentioned on the show, I was just, you know, like around October, November, I'm like, where's my classroom? Yeah. Like, I don't get to see students. Like, this is horrible. Because, and I think you'd agree, you know, the, we do wonderful things at Franciscan. We do great conferences. We've got great resources. You know, we have an amazing faculty, but it's our students that are, that are Franciscan yeah, University. Yeah, that's absolutely I mean, right. it, that's it is, It's why we do what we do. It is exactly why we do what we do. And mm -hmm. I think we really realized that in the COVID year when we didn't have students mm -hmm. and, you know, me especially this semester was just like, man, without, without students, it's not a horrible job. It's well, just not. A, it? It's just not a job I'd want to do. I actually kept sticking around doing some faculty stuff. You're not supposed to, but yeah, there were just yeah. some projects I was involved with that I didn't want to shove off onto other people. So I, I feel like I ended up last semester. I did like this, the stuff that faculty members usually don't want to do. And then I didn't get to do the stuff so that's they, the fun that they want to do, right? <laughs> the right, fun right, stuff right. that I got to do, and that's okay. So it'll all it'll all bear good fruit in the end. But yeah, I'm really excited about a new semester. Good, uh, as students are starting classes today. Yep, yep. Start classes today, and it's good to have everybody back. It was mm -hmm. a good break. Uh, we do the march for life. Did you get caught up in any of the Southwest craziness? No. Okay. I did not. I I did not. I got on the tail end of that. Did you really? Yeah. But I didn't end up staying over. the travel. So, okay. So, over the break, you went down to Florida actually a couple of times, yes. spent time with family. Mm -hmm. Right. Took the kid, one of the girls to I Disney took my World. daughter, my 18, my daughter for her 18-year-old <laughs> trip. Originally, I planned on having just trips 6, 9, and 12. And somehow my daughter, Eliana, got a 15 and then an 18 trip. Isn't that funny how that trip. Yeah, the girls are that way. So, Maria's getting her 15. So, now it's like my boys get just a 6, 9, and 12-year-old trip, but the girls get two extra trips. Yeah. All right. It's okay. And you had a good time? Oh, we had a fantastic time. Yeah. Went to Disney World. Good. Uh, rode the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Amazing. It was actually amazing. Yeah. It was really fun. But I got to go on the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride again, yeah. which is hands down the coolest thing in that park. It yeah. really, it's not even a ride, it's an experience. It almost makes the sequels worthwhile. Almost. Almost. That's great. How about yourself? Let's see. A uh, quiet week before Christmas with the Friars, which mm -hmm. was good. 
Um, actually, it's I love as, as we've talked. I love the fact that we've got students and and it's life and it's exciting and they're just great. Uh, but also, kind of the quiet uh, mm-hmm. after kind of during a break is a real blessing. So that was a great time with the friars. And then I went home to spend time with my mom and my brother and sister. And my brother celebrated his 25th wedding anniversary, which was fantastic. Nice. And then I got to baptize a great niece, Ooh. Bernadette, which okay. was great. Okay. And just spend time hanging out with mom. And we, that's funny, this was great. So one of the evenings, um, my brother-in-law and I were talking about the new Maverick movie, the yeah. Top Gun movie. So right. say, let's watch it. So mom and I and uh, has she sister, not Has she, she not seen it she yet? She had not seen it yet, okay. no. And my sister, no one had seen it except for me. Excuse me. So we watch it, and at the end of it, I mean, everybody's like, "You, it's oh, that was great." My brother-in-law, that was fantastic. And my mom's like, "It was horrible." What? She goes, "It was so predictable." I knew it. It was just horrible. She goes, "And I don't like Tom Cruise anyway." So it's like, "All right, there you go." There Good you job, go. mom. Thank you, Siskel and Ebert. Well, uh, did she uh, want to see him dying in like flames or something? Like, what was the what twist ending wanted. that she that was hoping was, for? You know, the other thing we watched, we watched another movie. It's funny because we don't watch movies very often together, but. We watched this movie, 13 Lives. It was about that soccer team in Thailand that got caught in the cave and then the cave flooded. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Ron Howard directed it. Okay. We're seeing a theme, 13 Lives, Apollo 13. Mm. Yeah, he does all the right. 13 movies. He does the 13s. Right. But it was really- and he actually, does them well. Yeah. Really intense. Really, you know, it was interesting. Good. Yeah. So um, it was good. Who, any, uh, any famous actors- uh, and as the soccer players, was it like Matt Damon, Brad no, Pitt, George no, Clooney? Nope, nope, nope. I would, I would assume there that was one guy for that a Hollywood there movie. There was one guy that looked familiar, but I don't know. That's your world, not mine. Okay. I just don't remember that kind of stuff. No, I just think it'd be really funny if they did, oh. did a movie of like, what, what, was the, what was the nationality of these kids? Thailand. They were Thai, yeah. It would just be like a, it'd be like a funny American thing to do to have just a bunch of white, older American actors yeah, yeah. pretending to be well, Thai well, children. Well, the people that came in and, and rescued them were all from all around the world. So that was, one of the guys was, you would recognize him. Ryan know. Reynolds? Um, yeah. He's in every movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and Jennifer Lawrence played a man <laughs> that, that swam, I don't know. <laughs> And then on the flight, so we'll talk about that, but I was on a flight, and I don't think I watched any movie. I watched some documentaries. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds really boring. Let's not talk about it. All right, let's not. Awesome. All right. But your break was good, and everything is good. My break was good. Everything is good. And something else I did over break, which I'm really excited to share with all of you, and this is a promo, could use your help on. So myself and uh, Mary and Anna Brewer, the Brewer sisters, are doing an album together. Um, We're calling it The Hours because it's actually based, mostly inspired by uh, prayers from the Liturgy of the Hours. Oh, cool. And it's actually a really great album. I'm going to play a song at the end of this podcast, and I'll be doing that for the next couple weeks because we're going to kickstart the podcast. Uh, We're going to kickstart the album in February. And I'm saying this now because I know sometimes people don't listen in real time to this podcast. How dare they? I, I mean, how can they stay on top of sports if they how don't listen they? to it? But uh, when it comes February, go to kickstarter.com, search The Hours, H-O-U-R-S, and if you can, support this album. Uh, Mary, Mary and Anna have just amazing voices. So good. Uh, and I'm my voice is okay. And it's just the three of our voices, a piano, and my classical guitar. Oh, like cool. a super stripped down, very intimate. Um, I'm I'm actually just so excited. It was another... Nice opportunity for me over the sabbatical to do something artistic, uh-huh. you know, and just, I haven't recorded 
a album of original music in almost a decade, wow. to be honest. I got caught up in my doctorate, and then I was caught up in Life the diaconates. And 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 I did a live album of the Stuvmo conferences, but that really featured only a couple original songs. So it was very life-giving. And it's it's just so cool to make something beautiful, you know? And, uh, okay, and boy, how do you... How do you write a song? How does that happen? Hmm. Well, for me, I think it happens in a lot of different ways. Sometimes uh, sometimes I'm just fiddling around on my guitar, and sometimes I will get... So you're not intentional. It's like, oh, I'm going to go write a song. Sometimes I'm intentional. Most most of my songs are not intentional. And thankfully, I don't have like the pressure of, oh, I need to come out with an album, yeah, yeah. so I need to write a song. And even now, over the past decade or so, since I've been primarily a worship leader... You know, I always feel a little weird when a worship leader starts pulling out their own songs, you know, especially like at a conference. It has to be, it, here's the pressure. If you're going to play your own song at a conference. You got to kill it. It's got to be as good as like the Chris yeah, Tomlin yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. that's like a high bar. It's not yeah. like, hey, I was just playing around with this. So I'm always, I only play a few songs of my own at conferences. Ones I know that like crush it, you know, like, and it's usually more Eucharistic stuff. Like right. I shall be healed. Uh, Heart of Jesus, mm. you know, sometimes I'll play like The Lord Is, I have a few good rockin' songs. But generally speaking, I kind of back away. And so since I don't have like a venue to play new music, I find I just don't write right, a lot right, of new right, music. Right, right, right. But this had been just coming out of a lot of time of prayer. You know, the Lord has really been blessing me, especially the last year of just good opportunities of prayer. Um, as a deacon, you know, making a commitment to praying the hours every day, some of it, like, for example, I wrote a song based on Psalm 95, just because that's in the first, you know, invitatory prayer you do. And I thought, well, if I would sing this, how would I sing it? And I wrote another one on the canticle of Zechariah, you know, just mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. as I'm praying it, like this melody line comes up and I pick up my guitar. So um, some of that was done. Uh, others of it, I sat down with Anna and Mary and I said, I have a few ideas for songs. What do you think? And things just happened it really like gelled and came together nicely mary has some songs on the album so it's really um so sometimes it's by myself sometimes it's just a prayer moment sometimes i'm saying i'd love to write a s song about this verse because it really means something yeah, to yeah, me yeah. and at the end of the day i write more songs than i record sometimes i just write songs and i sing them to the lord for a few yeah, weeks happily your, in right, my right, heart right, right, right. and they're not actually that quote-unquote good in terms of I should record this and other people will like this. But God's so cool. Like all the, I think all the stuff we make for God, at the end of the day, it's kind of like the kids' crayons on the fridge. Right. The dad loves it. He right. puts it up there. He's happy we're making it. Right. So right. I, just being part of that creative process just gives me energy and gives me excitement about this. Okay, now another really important question. Yeah. How long do you have to keep that drawing of your kid on the refrigerator? Oh, until he makes another. Until it makes another, because this was a real question I had when I moved from Washington uh, to Pittsburgh. My nieces and nephews had created for me some really beautiful macaroni crosses. Really, really wow, just yeah. lovely wow. that they painted gold. And right. just, oh, wow. So the question was, did I have to bring them with me? <laughs> <laughs> so I asked all kinds of parents, like, yeah, what did am I obligated to bring this? And I came to the point that it, it's not required to make a move. Yes, I think that's right. Okay, I think okay. you can move and you can go, ah. Oh. Yeah, that didn't Here's the it. thing. If you, if it can just stay there without you having any effort, then it should just stay there. Forever? I mean, why not? 
Now, if you want to replace it with something, that's the thing. You see, this, I find so you, like... You, your, your kids are always creating. Right. Yeah. So you can have something and then like Aiden makes something, so I make a picture and Aiden makes a new picture. So to throw it away, is that hard for you? It's like... No, not no, anymore. No, no, okay. Like when, yeah, my, as, a, as an early dad, it was like... everything. Right? But Jenny, Jenny loves to throw things away. Jenny would, if she could like burn things behind her, she <laughs> absolutely would. You know, if she could just light a match into a bedroom and just get a new room, yeah, she'd be all over that. Okay. Right, that this has been very helpful because yeah, I'm sure parents, welcome. new parents especially, are kind of new parents with those are grateful issues. for this, this conversation. This is our goal: is to really parenting 101. Yeah, is basically section two of our <laughs> of our podcast for now on is going That's to be right. parenting. Father Dave gives parents Father advice. Dave's parenting 101. <laughs> I like it. It's like awesome. It, yeah. And you had an opportunity with the, so anyway, uh, Kickstarter.com. Search for the hours. Stick around at the end of this podcast to hear one of the songs, and for the next. Six weeks, we'll close each episode with a new song so for the album. what they're getting. Yeah. And, that's and great. if you can support us, that would be huge because it would be great to make it happen. That's great. Cool. Good. And how Good. was your experience of the Brewer Sisters? They're fantastic. So um, this is great. The Brewer Sisters both graduated from the university. Anna uh, is a nurse and Mary works for us here in the catechetical office. Mm-hmm. And so it was really fun when we, I just took a pilgrimage to the Holy Land and how many people joined you on that? Eighty, and that's Dang. what. Yeah, yeah. That this was this was a real big one. So is that I, two buses? It is. Okay. It is. It is. So we, we, I generally I kind of have a, kind of an unwritten rule that I just take one bus. Uh, okay. The dynamic with two buses. You, you changes. clearly need to write that rule down. Yeah, the dynamic changes, but honestly, we you know we advertise this. A lot of people have wanted to travel, wanted to go right. to the Holy Lands. We've, we've delayed this two years because of COVID. Yeah. Well, then we had a, a waiting list of 40 or wow. actually one time, maybe it was 50. I said, okay, we'll go ahead and do a second bus. And I always, I think, honestly, I think music and worship mm-hmm. is just constitutive to a, a, you know, an experience of the Lord and grace and sacraments and, and, and a pilgrimage. So, um, we asked uh, Mary and Anna if they would come and do music for us, and they're just—they're really—they're amazing. So Mary off, Mary plays piano and guitar and guitar, and then Anna and she sings, and then Anna sings. Mm-hmm. And as and you'll as guitar. you'll hear at the end of this um, at at this recording, they have incredible voices. Mm-hmm. It's funny they don't look at like at all like sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they also have very distinctly different voices. Yep. But oh my goodness, if you've seen if if. if the individuals who are listening have seen uh, Matt Noya. There's a hymn that's on part of the series of Matt Noya. That's them. Okay. That's the Brewer Sisters, and they just do a beautiful job. So a great blessing to have them uh, with me, and first time they've ever been to the Holy Land. But, yeah, so we had about 10 days uh, in the Holy Land. You've been once or twice? I've been a few times, a couple times actually. Okay. I've, been a, okay. I've been on a couple tours, and then when I worked on the book I wrote uh between the Savior and the Sea, about the life of St. Peter, I actually just went over by myself, which was neat. Um, my good friend Andre Villeneuve yeah, was yeah, studying yeah, at Hebrew yeah. University at the time, and so I just got to drive around myself. It was it was awesome, actually. It is it is just, you know, I, I thank the Lord. I've been able to travel quite a few places, uh, and, and people will often ask me, like, what's your favorite place in the world that I've ever visited? And that's, I always ask them to try to help me qualify it, because right. that's such a huge question, yeah. you know? Um, Assisi is always near the top, uh, just as a special place. World Showcase in Epcot Center. Yeah, that's that's in the top. Right, of course. Top a thousand. Wow. Easy, 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 easy. Uh, and then when people talk about just beauty, Santorini, Greece is just stunningly beautiful. What's it called? Santorini. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's an island in Greece. At one time, was a volcano in the site. I don't know how many millennial. 
the side of the volcano blew out when it exploded and then it was filled with the ocean. So the, the city is built on the crown of the volcano looking into the, it's just, mm. it's just gorgeous. But with all of that being said, I often will come down to the Sea of Galilee. Okay. And, I, and I'm sure you know that. You yeah. heard the Sea of Galilee. The scripture says early in the morning as the sun was rising, Jesus was walking along the shore. So every time I've been, I get up early in the morning and I watch the sunrise. You know, one yeah. of the one of the things that they talk a lot about the Holy Land is like, is this where it happened <laughs> or is that where it happened? People want to know exactly. And right. one of the guides I had one time was wonderful. He had like an A, B, and a C. A is absolutely, this is unequivocally where it happened. Right. B is probably, we have a long history of it. C is like, we got no idea, right? <laughs> so it's kind of complicated that there are, there, right. are three, there are three churches of the Dormition of Mary. So it's right. like... She kept getting up yeah, and yeah, sleeping yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting, sure, yeah. she was kind of like, eh, yeah, no, I yeah, can't yeah, make it. I'm going to take a nap. I'm getting up. No, no, I'm going to take a nap over here. Exactly, oh, okay, exactly, finally I'm going to go. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the Sea of Galilee is the Sea of Galilee. Right. I mean, it, it's where Jesus walked along. The, the landscape was the same. It was really cool. We, I, I just love going out on the sea. And one of the things that I always ask them to do is, as soon as we get out on the Sea of Galilee on the boat, we just, I said, turn the motor off and just, and, and just we have some worship that was just beautiful and you just have quiet time well this particular did time, they play oceans yes they did okay of course. probably the only appropriate place you're, to play oceans. you're absolutely right that's funny like the one because, place in planet earth you're like all right this song works here because, now but because it was so overplayed but yeah. uh no that's really funny that you say <laughs> that because it's really beautiful there but so we we get on the on the boat we go out there you know the engines boom 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 boom, boom to yeah. get us out there and then the engines kind of stopped and I'm hearing them trying to start it, start it, start it, nothing. <laughs> so the, the boat's dead. And oh, now, it actually yeah, just died the, out there. It dies. So nice. the wind is, is bringing us into the shore and we're like, we're trying to pray while this is happening. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm kind of in the back of my eye watching and paying attention to what's going on. And, and most of the people are kind of clueless because they're just praying. And I'm thinking, this is really interesting. So finally I said, okay, obviously something's happened. So we let's just say a prayer, you know, that the Lord would, would fix this. So we, we said a prayer and we said, Hail Mary, literally five, maybe 10 seconds later, a boat, Bob, it just appears, right? It just comes in. It, it ties us up and saves us and brings us to the shore. Nice. And the, what was the name of the boat you ask? The Hail Mary? No, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> this boat that says Noah comes. Yeah. And, and it really is really modern technology. We ran out of gas. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what happened. Yeah. So they filled up with gas and we were able to go out We again, still use which, that stuff Yeah, today? we do, we do. Interesting. Even, even in, 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 in the Galilee. So yeah. it was wonderful to be able, to, we were able to celebrate Mass and to be able to have liturgy. Um, we had a Mass and those of us who were celebrating and presiding at the liturgy were able to actually go into the tomb uh, for the consecration, which is always just, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, to be able to be, I, I always tell people, um, Father Joe, who's a friar, who's my provincial, he's going to be leading this trip in January. So he's never right. led the trip before. So he said, well, you know, let me just come and just kind of see and everything. And, and I said, Father Joe, you don't have to say much. You yeah. know, when you're at the Sea of Galilee, you do not have to give a major homily reflection. Say a word or two and then just be quiet. You right. know, when you're at the tomb of Jesus, you don't have to go into this great exegesis. And that's honestly, I think that's one of the th things that people make mistakes who are leading, this is my little pet peeve, who are leading and guides, less is better. Yeah. When you're at the tomb of Jesus Christ and the tomb is empty, less is better. It's making its own statement. Right. You just be quiet and sit before the mystery. And it's really, so it was a great, wonderful, beautiful pilgrimage. And the Brewer sisters were amazing. And yeah. we had a great trip. Yeah. My time over there, I, I read a number of things that referred to the Holy Land as the fifth gospel. 
you know, like it was yeah. just, it, it was more of like a book to be read. Yeah. It's, it's, it is its own experience. And, you know, I was actually surprised. I mean, I, like I mentioned, I'd been there twice with tour groups, even just going over by myself and just driving to those places and just reading the scripture of that place yeah. and then just sitting there in it yeah. was, yeah. Uh, was amazing. You're right. I think, cause there, you can, you can over talk it and there's, a lot of history to it sure, and a lot of archaeology sure. to it. And you might think, oh, I would be so fascinating. But if you're on a pilgrimage, you know, it, this should be a little different than yeah. a, a, history a history lesson. lesson right, you know, right, right. And, and just making sure you do take time to do that. It is, you know, and that's really, that's really, so that's really true. Because, again, I've taken a few groups over and I'll tell them at the beginning, I said, you may not see everything. You may go home and somebody may say, oh, I went there. Did you see this? And you might have to say no. But I say one of the things that, that when we go, we're going to spend some time to pray. So at the Mount of Beatitudes, we gave them, we read the Matthew text. Uh, and then I said, you've got now 30 minutes to just go and to be quiet yeah. and to sit with the scriptures. And things like that, just to be able to be present to, to pray through. And then for now on, like when we go to Jericho, you can close your eyes. And it, when scripture in Mark, it says, Jesus was walking on the road to Jericho, you can actually see it. Yeah. When you pray the visitation of the rosary, you can see it. So it's just, it was just a great, great blessing. And I'm just very blessed to be able to do it. And I just encourage every listener, like have it on your bucket list. Yeah. Even before bucket, you know, even you don't have to be near death. Like it, your, your whole perspective of the gospel completely changes yeah. when you actually get a chance to go to the Holy Land. And, yeah. um, I, you know, the, the first thing people always ask is, is it safe? Absolutely, 100%. And, and they, yeah. it was interesting. So many people said that they kind of felt it was going to be more sketchy when they got there. It's just not. It's, it's not. It's, it's yeah. just not. And I mean, so many tourists are going in and yeah. out of there. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's actually really incredible. Well, praise God. And, and if people, uh, maybe just another plug, if you've not seen Metanoia, so wildgoose.tv, um, Metanoia, we filmed the whole thing in the Holy Land. So if you just want to get a sense of what it looks like, take a look at that. Yeah. And then also just... Yeah, great blessing. So, and speaking wonderful. of uh, wild goose stuff, any word on the father? Yes, we are actually. We should be have the filming it's called in the can. Big Daddy, is that right? Big Daddy, Big yeah. Daddy is what we're going to call that. Um, by the second weekend of February, we should be, with the exception of maybe one, we should be done filming. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep, yep. When might it be available? Um, I would say the fall. Okay, so yep. we got we got a while yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. And do we have a title for it yet? Um, my father's father. Okay. Daddy's dad. Yep. Daddy's daddy. Nice. Yep. And March 1st. My birthday. Is it really? No. Oh. I was going to say. Aren't you that. born on like Valentine's Day or something like that? I was supposed to be, but I was born early. Ooh. I was baptized on Valentine's Day. How See? nice of you to remember my baptism. I, that's the more important day to remember. Of course, March 1st, uh, Mandalorian season three. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be very exciting. I get that chosen mixed up. All the time. <laughs> very similar storylines. Yep, yep. Very similar storylines. Well, thank you, everybody, for... Uh, hey, last thing, 2023. Hopes, dreams, resolutions. I just want to be holy. Yeah, amen. I don't do a lot of those, actually. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm just excited about a new semester amen. and a new year and what God has in store, and it's going to be awesome. Great. So, praise God. Look forward so, to if you want to find out more about pilgrimages... Oh, I do have a little thing here. Um, go to franciscan.edu... Oh, sorry, pilgrimages.franciscan.edu. Some of the upcoming pilgrimages we have for 2023 are Assisi and Rome. Yep. Scotland. Yep. Are you going to Scotland? I am. I am. If it isn't Scottish, it's crap. I, I tell you, laddie. You got you to gotta work on that, All bro. Right. Um, and the Holy Land again in November. 
So anyway, uh, if some of what we shared with you made you be like, I'd like to go on a pilgrimage, check that out. Pilgrimages.franciscan.edu. The song you're about to hear is the song of Judith. Uh, one of the fun things about this uh, project that we worked on was actually pulling out distinctly Catholic scriptures. Judith mm-hmm. is in the Catholic scriptures. Mm-hmm. It is led by Anna Brewer, so you'll get to be able to hear her amazing voice. Cool. So stick around for that. Cool. And I Lord think... bless our listeners and be with you in the beginning of this year. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Bob. Thank you, Father Dave, and God bless you. God bless all you listeners. We look forward to a really fun new year with y'all. I ran out of things to say. There you go. That's That pretty much covered it. Yep. God bless. All right. Amen. Smelled like wax before you